Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grounded on this Monday in May. It looks like a very nice day outside. And uh, across from me is the uh, pit-smelling Brandon Chenault. And, <laughs> and I'm Craig. Literally, just before we went on, he, I, I looked over. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I was smelling my pits. I'm like, what the heck are you doing, bro? Okay. I, it's too early for that. It is, but I'm wearing, you know, the athletic shirts. This yeah. is the shirt that I got yeah. for running the half marathon. Yeah. And I hate wearing athletic shirts. I don't know why I wore it because I feel like you sweat more in them, like when you're just wearing them leisurely. Yeah, and it, it, it took everything I had. I, I started to laugh because I'm like, what are you doing? And then I had to go into, hey, everybody, welcome to. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, he's wearing athletic shirts. He's got his tights on today. He's got Not true. Uh, um, his ballerina shoes on. I and- did wear my tights earlier. No doubt. Yeah. I no doubt you did. Got five miles in this morning. It felt good. Oh, my gosh. Your tights or you? Both. Me, okay. yes. Mostly good. It was, my, my legs are tight mm-hmm. still. So I have a question to ask you. All right. It's an important question. Okay. Shoot. Are you ready? I think so. If you could have coffee with anybody right now on the planet, who would it be? You can't take a lot of time to think about it because time is ticking. But, All right, um, so okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> That's tough, but right now, I would have to say I'm going to go Phil Wickham. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because I appreciate him as a worship leader. Okay. Um, you know. You know how I feel about the Christian music industry. I feel like a lot of them are fakes and phonies. I think there are quite a few um, Christian music artists that just, they're good, mm-hmm. but I really think they couldn't cut it in the mainstream industry, okay. and so... They flipped over. They, they've got a background in faith, yeah. and, but there's just no depth to their right, music. Right, or you right. hear them talk, and it's like, oh, my goodness, right. you're an awful witness. Right. Phil Wickham, I, I really – like him, we went and saw him and Matt Marr and Leland. I really think those guys are, are the real deal. They're worship leaders, first and foremost. Right. And they're not, you know, yes, they're artists, you know, but, you know, Phil was talking about back when, back in the day when he wrote This Is Amazing Grace, and he's written other, obviously, a lot of other songs that are sung week in Shocking. Week. I thought you would have said Amy Grant or somebody like that. Negative on that one. <laughs> Definitely negative. Unless. You need to wear your tights when you do Okay, that. if I'm, if I'm having coffee with Amy Grant, I'm hoping it's Starbucks so I can dump it on her head. <laughs> okay. There. We'll move on from that. There's my feelings on Amy Grant. The not only is he pit smelling, he's a little violent. This morning. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, but no, I you know I look at, at a guy you know, and Phil Wickham was talking about how it's just an, an honor for the songs that he's written for his church back home yeah. to be sung you know all across the world and and so you know I respect that that you know he's he's very humble you know he doesn't do it for I mean obviously he does some of what he does for the money because that's how he makes a living but. You know, it's really not about the fame. It's he gives all glory to God, and and so so that that'd be my answer well, right good. now. Well, today. That's good. And if you guys are listening with us and you uh, like to drink coffee, um, send us who you would in our um, response. Who would you like to drink coffee with besides Brandon and I? And, and if you, you like, to and if coffee? you like to um, give us coffee, which we you know we have people do that now. You know we don't like Starbucks. So. Exactly. So and we and we've got quite a buildup. We coffee have. Right now, we so. have. And we're we're, we're drinking um, Black Rifle again. Again, this is one that I brought in. This is murdered out. Yeah, this is good coffee. It's Beyond Black's good. my favorite. Beyond and, Black is um, good. Yeah. Beyond Black is my favorite because it's Beyond Black. Yep. Just Black is good. They should have like a – that's the John Wayne brand. John Wayne approved even though he didn't get to prove it because he's been dead. But Right. Um, 
He would have approved it. I think he would have. No doubt. With his. Um, okay, here's my answer to the question. Okay, let's Who would I have coffee with? It, it would, um, okay, me. this is gonna sound. It's me. Besides you okay. and my wife, um, I, uh. Brownie points. Right. Uh, this is gonna sound weird. And let me set this up before I give you the answer. I've heard a lot of stuff of his on YouTube and I've seen some of his stuff like commenting on just like, um, not going with the culture and, um, not, uh, and he talks a lot about God. It's, uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, I love um, Denzel. Because Good I've answer. heard a lot. I mean, he's like, you talk about, uh, fiery, fired mm-hmm. up about doing the right thing. Um, and he doesn't cut any slack. It's love to sit down for an hour and have a cup of coffee with this guy and just chat with him. Love to have him on the podcast. For sure. That would be awesome. Hey, Denzel, if you're listening. (laughs) I'm sure he does. I'm sure he listens on Tuesday morning. No doubt. No doubt that he does, but we would uh, love to have you in. Yeah. So you started uh, talking about that. I thought you were going to say, um, the one guy I've been listening to some more recently is JP. Have you ever seen his, the long, he's got long red hair. Mm Mm-mm. Um, okay. Yes, you've seen some of his videos on YouTube. Okay, um, but yeah, he's recently just been super outspoken and and vocal about his relationship with God and and how that's kind of changed and how he used to be right. religious, quote unquote, but now he right. he you know has no problem and has no shame in saying that I'm a Christian and I follow God and. He was like, I used to have shame in saying the word God. He was like, now, but I love to say it. Well, that's kind of like goes along with what we're going to talk a little bit about today um, in, in some respect uh, right. with, with the message yesterday. But um, somebody had sent me an, e- an email last night. Not bad, but they sent me an email last night. What? You get and, not bad emails? Yeah, sometimes. And uh, <laughs> just asking a couple of questions because I said something in the, I guess, in the sermon they wanted clarification on. And uh, one of them was about being um, baptized by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the other one was how can we actually turn our state upside down for Jesus Christ. And and what you just said is how you do that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're you out with it. You're, yes. Well, the problem with uh, Christianity today is people, like I talked yesterday, they don't want to be out with it because right. they want to be accepted. They they don't want to be vilified. They don't want their finger pointed. At, um, and and that's and that's a real issue because I, I really believe one hundred percent that when you are Holy Spirit filled, baptized with the Spirit, mm-hmm. you're you're going to do what the Spirit tells you to do. Right. You're you're going to go against the flow. You could lose your job. You might lose your friend. Your parents might not talk to you. And so. It's up to you how 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 you're going to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, see, it's it's this, folks. It's Jesus Christ. It's God, His Word, or nothing. Yes. And and it, all day, every day, because that's my beef. And, and no, I'm not angry today. You know, just, yes, I would still pour coffee on Amy Grant's head. But anyways, I'm not angry. A uh, uh, cold brew, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but but that's my beef with a lot of Christians is they want that separation. They they want to do they want to play church on Sunday. And then the rest of the week, they want to be able to go with the flow and not stir any waves. It's like Jesus in the one episode where he heals the 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 lame man, right? right? right. And and he's like, you know, they walk out of there, and and the lame man is you know healed completely. He'd been you know not able to walk for years, right? And um, you know, the Simon and I can't remember the other disciple that was with him. A couple of the other guys were there, and they looked at him. And Jesus turns and he he smirks and he's like, sometimes you got to stir the water. Exactly. Or sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta exactly. stir up the water. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's what it does. It stirs up the water. And so literally, um, and, and, and here's the grace of God, the mercy of God is that he does not count it against me that when I, when I fall into my human frailties and For sure. I fall into the human messiness of my mm-hmm. own life. And so when, um, but when overall the Holy Spirit is directing my life, he's going to convict me, um, 
you know, we have, um, we'll talk about this here in a little bit, but, um, and now I guess, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have what the Christian community is waffling on the whole gay, transgender, and all right. those things like that. That's a satanic ploy to get you to waffle, to pull you right. away from God. I mean, there are Christians today who don't know how, what should I do about this? Right. What do you mean what you should do about this? Mm-hmm. You don't know? Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you should do about this. How about go back to God's word, mm-hmm. read it, and then you tell me what you should know and what you should do. Yep. If there's even a an iota of electricity firing off in your brain, and you halfway decently believe in God, you're going to know that right. that is all wrong, and that is a that is a demonic agenda that's going to send you straight to hell. The problem is, is you don't see it that way. Right. You don't right. see people going to hell. Exactly. And, and and that's why I love John the Baptist because he came preaching what mm-hmm. repentance, yep. repentance of your sin. So when you preach repentance of sin, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit because that's the only way it can happen. Exactly. Because now all of a sudden the Spirit takes hold and it's not just, hey, let's try to make these people feel good and then slide them into uh, repenting. of It doesn't work that way. Right. You almost have to rip the Band-Aid off now. Mm-hmm. And that's what John the Baptist did. Mm-hmm. He came in the Bible says he came preaching repentance of your sin right. and to be baptized into water. That's what That's what the Bible tells yep. us. And so... That's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. You almost have to preach repentance of sin. Now, there's a way to do it, and there's a For way sure. not to do it, but you definitely – like, so you have a family member. Mm-hmm. You preach repentance of sin. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Yep. And you start to lead them down that road. I know it's not going to be pleasant, but right. if they choose not to have a relationship with you, that is not on you. Right. But you can always keep the door open. Mm-hmm. But that's not – I'm telling you folks, don't get twisted, don't get sideways. This is on you. No, they're big people. They can they're most of them are adults or they're they they think they are. They can make this decision. If they choose wrongly, then they chose wrongly. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um that's why we've been talking in this series about leveling up. I talked about that, you know, a few weeks ago. There's times where you can forgive, there's times when you can reconcile, there's times when you can't reconcile. Right. Sometimes you ain't gonna reconcile. Exactly. It just ain't ever gonna happen. Exactly. And so um it's a very um you know, it, it's a very complicated thing when you're talking about leveling up because leveling up is difficult. If 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 you're a gamer, you know how it's easier for gamers to level up because right. they they know what they're doing. But for a person like me mm-hmm. who doesn't play video games right. a lot, and I'll play with my grandkids, and mm-hmm. they, they know. I mean, oh yeah, even though they're young, they 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 just pop right through those things, and I'm like, whoa, how'd you do that? How'd you what? And uh, so. It's tough for me to get to the next level. Right. But um, when I think about going to the next level, which is the easiest for me, and hopefully it's the easiest for you guys, is to think about a, like a Pac-Man or Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario is really good about – it was the distinct levels that you yes. went to. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You ended that world, and then you went to the next level. That's the kind of the way I'm picturing mm-hmm. level up for us, that we go to the next level. Right. Do we – get knocked down does something hit me do i get hit by a flying mushroom every now and then or a bolt of fire yes i do Mm -hmm. but you know what you keep motoring on to get to the next level a lot of times christians get hammered with a with something and they stop right and they don't level up they stay wandering it's like you're going back and forth between whatever that is so you don't have to you don't Mm -hmm. have to advance and sometimes advancing is difficult it is. I mean, if you if you think of, uh, I'm, I'm sure all of us are old enough that we've played uh, Mario, but I mean, there's we were clips playing the other jumps. night. We've got it on our Nintendo Wii. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Jordan was like, "How are you so good at this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I spent a lot of time playing this game as a kid." <laughs> right. I'm sure you did. I did. 
You look like a gamer. No, not a gamer at all. <laughs> not really. But Mario and Mario Brothers. 3. Mario's fun. But yeah, you know, anyways. but but when you look at that, you. you there's cliffs to jumps, you know what I mean. You're you're bouncing over top of things, and uh, it, sometimes the levels are difficult. And um, so we're in a, a very difficult level right For now. For sure. And so we've got we've got to get through that. So, but but the thing that we have to remember too is you know as you're playing the game, you know go back to Mario. It was about reaching the next level, but it was bigger than that. What was your end goal? Well, your to, end goal was to complete the game. Was it Bowser at the end? It, yes, to beat Bowser. Beat right? Bowser. And rescue Princess Peach, and the world was all flowers and, and, Bowser's and butterflies. Like Satan, isn't he? He's, he is like, like Satan. Satan. Um, but you know, that's the truth is, and, and then I don't want to, I don't want it to get lost of what you said earlier, you know, whether we were talking about a family member, um, or somebody else, you know, we don't view, we don't view it as people's lives and souls. We don't. Who are going to be judged on Judgment Day, and they're going to go to heaven or hell. But the truth is, is that, you know, and we sing that song. We didn't sing it yesterday, but we sing it. And it says, this world is dying to know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and the truth is, is that they're dying not knowing who Jesus is. And if that's the case, read your Bible. Right. What does the Bible say? Right. Well, it says they're going to hell. Well, we uh, put things into such deep compartments that we don't see people <clears throat> going to hell. We right. really don't, right? And that's the problem. So we're we're fire we're doing uh, God things on our spirit in our mm-hmm. spirit alone, instead of the spirit of God being baptized by His spirit right. and going on what He wants us to do. And it's not going to be easy, right? Um, because He's going to call me to do things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, call me to talk about things I don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Ca- calls me to talk to people that I don't want to deal with. And so, right, um, that that's it, it. Becomes a difficult situation because we like, like I said yesterday, we like. Like save Christianity, and it's and mm-hmm. it's and it's a tragedy when when we do. Um, before we get into all that, I just wanted to let everybody know. Um, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks from tonight. So today is our officially our ninety eighth episode of Grounded. That uh, is including the pilot episode that we did and we released as well. This is episode number ninety eight. So it's crazy to think that we have set across from each other. That many times. That's a lot of times. It is a lot now, of times. Now, here's the thing about Think this. about all the coffee we've drank. Oh I would like gosh. to calculate that, like how many gallons of coffee gallons. we've drank. But here's the thing. We would have been at 100 episodes three months ago. Here we go. Am I right? I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. But, um, I mean, I've had to deal with – the vacation schedule of this guy sitting in front of me is incredible. Um I mean, I don't know who takes more vacation, um, him or Joe Biden. I mean, really, I don't know. Doesn't he live on vacation? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's four weeks at uh, Hawaii. It's three weeks at Dublin Methodist. It's two weeks Dublin at Dublin Methodist, yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I would have gladly <laughs> traded places with you that week. I know. Anyway. Anyways. Monday night, May 22nd yep. at 6 p.m. In the Fellowship Hall. In the Fellowship Hall. We are going to be doing, what would you call that? A live, a live recording of, of Grounded. Of Grounded. And we're inviting you guys to come. It probably won't hit the airs so until Tuesday. Until Tuesday. We'll probably get it, um, because we'll have to go back in and edit it and everything. Yeah. And there'll be a little bit more editing with a live crowd there to do. Right. Um, some extra stuff there. But yeah, we'll get it edited and out on Tuesday of that week. So, so. we're going to ask you guys to show up way before six o'clock if you can. If you can get there at least ten minutes beforehand, we'd like to start right about six. And, um, we, we want to make sure that you guys are all seated and ready to go. And, uh, Brandon and I will have our mics and we're gonna, we're gonna have an open mic that night. Mm-hmm. 
And um, we're going to give you guys a chance if you want to come up and talk, talk to us, talk to us about something, join in the conversation, ask a question. And then we're going to then when you're done, just get up and let somebody else come in and uh, talk. But we'll explain that that night. But we just thought it'd be really fun um, to do the hundredth episode. And open it up to see how many people show up and who you know wants to be involved. And and there's going to be cake. There's going to be cake, and we're going to have a couple of the coffees that we uh, drink here. So yep. you, you you can't beat that, right? You can't cake and coffee. Yeah. What's the kind of cake? I don't know yet. We'll see. I'm going to make it decorated. I mean, is it going to be decorated? Oh yeah, it's going to be decorated. I'm going to put our bitmojis on it. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'll send you the bill for it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so back to Mario. I, I came across this the other day. You know, I get on my kids all the time. We we do. It's like you guys need to get off the devices, get off the TV, go outside. Thankfully, now the weather's nicer where you can say that. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're you know on the iPads or phones or whatever, watching TV, and it's right. like you guys need to get off the devices. And I I came across this meme the other day. It says, "Me, y'all kids spend way too much time on devices." And then here on the bottom, it says, me in 1987, spending three days trying to make this jump. Like that brought, about right. That jump that you can't see the picture, everybody, no. but that jump brought back so many memories in yeah. my mind Yeah, of, of that, like from Mario. That's true. I can't tell you how many times I fell in those pits and oh, holes yeah. during that time. Yeah. I never have been good at uh, video games, ever. Really? No. We should get together and go play some Mario. You know I what? I slow thumbs. You know what? I have slow thumbs. <laughs> buy you a shirt that says that. I have slow I thumbs. Slow thumbs. <laughs> um, you know what I have in my garage? Okay. I don't know if it runs still, but motorcycle? I need to. I do have a motorcycle. It does not run. It runs. I do have a Blackstone. Do not have that. Bows. No, we're talking video games. Okay. Um, Nintendo. Pre-Nintendo. Nice. Does it work? An Atari. It's an and it Atari. Works. And it works. And it works. Hmm. Well, it did, but I'm, I used to have a Sega. Yeah, I, I had a Sega. Sega. I love Sega. I had Sega. Play the baseball games on the Segas are so crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, so pixelated. Like, wow, mm. pixelated like you couldn't even hardly. Yeah. Say, it's crazy. And then I remember like the Nintendo sixty four. I had that, and I would play like NFL Blitz on that all the time. <laughs> right, and it was that wasn't even football. That was like wrestling with, a, you know, you were carrying a football, but then you like you got to. Body slam people. Kids have no idea the video games compared to when, when, when you know, 35 Oh, years we were talking because they, they, you know, my kids have, have computer and stuff and they, you know, get on and the games on computer nowadays. But what I did was I introduced my kids. There's a retro game site online and I introduced my kids to the OG Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, that's a good game. And like they loved it. How many times you die and get eaten? I normally am fine. The sad thing is, is Allie normally dies first. I'm not sure what that means. Well, yeah. she got lost one time for three days. I was playing like a year ago and it said, Allie was lost, lose three days. <laughs> so, but we oh, wait, we waited on her. We waited on her. Yeah. Well, it, it is funny when you watch this, like it wanders off. You're like, well, now what happened? Now what happens? Like, now what the heck? <laughs> you broke a wagon wheel, lose two days. <laughs> Can I just order a new one on Amazon? It'll be here in two days. <laughs> Super games though, those were fun back yeah, in the they were. day. They made um, you think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. Now today, like the video games, if you play a baseball game, they actually look like the the yeah, players look like the players. Yeah, they do. You're like, how's that even possible? Like, um, are they taking like a 3D picture of these people when they're out? Uh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, they man. are. Yeah. 
It is nutty, but uh had a good day yesterday. Had a very good day yesterday. Um, Attendance was down, but we were still way up, which down, is weird. Up. It's funny because I said we were – who would have thought that um, being at 300, right at 300 is is a down day. Right. I mean, you could just um, – but, you know, after you've had – you know, the whopping attendances that, that we've had, it was, it was good, but we had a lot of people gone yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, it was rainy. It was rainy. dismal. It was, yeah, it was. And, um, it was muggy yesterday. Yeah. It got better through the it day. It did. It was nice. The wind picked it up. Did. Yeah. But. It did. But, uh, we, uh, I thought it was a good day. I thought the songs were good. I thought, um, I thought the worship was really good. And, um, I just, um, you know, it, when we're talking about leveling up, it just gets to the point where we have got to raise the bar. And I think sometimes for Christians, we, we fail to raise the bar. The culture is constantly changing the game right. and raising their bar. Yes. But the Christian community, most of them seem to want to stay the same and they act right. like it's 1975 again and christianity in 1975 and church is not going to get it in 2023 we, we are in a whole i mean it's like the twilight zone now compared to what it was you got it um but i mean if you look at the culture today i mean it's just going crazy and uh, the church just kind of seems to like i don't know bury their head in the sand a little bit i think yeah it's like be crazy. the church is like an ostrich yeah um but i was uh, i started off yesterday talking about when jesus and the disciples were walking and they were talking about jesus was talking about the destruction that was about that right. was going to come right. and i and i didn't give the full story but i gave a lot of the story because you could spend days on this. You could literally mm-hmm. spend days on this. And, um, but they were looking at the size of the stones in the temple and, uh, they were huge, absolutely massive. And in Matthew 24 verse two, Jesus said, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of the other. And, and you have to think about something back then for to say these buildings are going to be demolished. Right. That's a lot. I mean, yep. you're talking about a lot. That's mm-hmm. force of how's yes. that going to happen. And, um, so I mean, I think you can see the the same things happening with us today. Not just our buildings, but our culture is demolished. It right. is it's it the mass destruction that's taken in. So in Matthew twenty four verse three, it says later, Jesus is sitting on the Mount of Olives, and his disciples came to him privately, and they said, "Tell us when will this all happen, and what sign will signal your return." And the end of the world. So they're, they're actually legitimately seeking, okay, you've said right. all this stuff. Now, what is When's it going to take place? Right. And, um, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, you can't predict when Jesus is going to return and, and all that. And I agree with that. You can't mm-hmm. predict that. But does Jesus not say you'll know the season that you're right. in? Right. You'll recognize it by these things and you need exactly. to be prepared. And there's a reason why you need to be prepared is because just like what we talked earlier, um, people need to know who Jesus Christ is. Exactly. And if we have this nonchalantness about us and this non-caring, apathetic attitude, well, nobody's going to come to Jesus. Nobody. Right. It's going to, if they do, it's going to be an accident. Yep. And so, um, the disciples are literally, uh, I mean, they're, they're like, if Jesus, everything is coming down and everything's going to be demolished. Tell me what that's going to look like. Right. I mean, give us, give us some kind of warning of what that's going right. to look like. And you have to realize that, you know, Jesus is leading them to the final days, right. the last days of yeah. here's what this is going to look like. And, and basically it's like when mankind is going to put its final rebellion. Against God. Against God, exactly. And it's Satan leading that, that rebellion. It's yep. against the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And, and, and that's the thing that I think that as the Christian community, we need to realize that everything you see today is, is, is in rebellion against mm-hmm. God. Transgenders, 
yeah, the homosexual yep. community, the Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. all these. This, these are all in direct rebellion with God and what God's word says. They go totally mm-hmm. south. Yep. But there's Christians jumping like it's like it's the best thing since bread and butter and potato salad right. that these things are. And I, and I look at like, you know, like my mind is blown when I look at that. I'm like, I'm not shocked by a whole lot, but I'm just going to be honest. If you're a Christian, you fall for that. That's, that's the stupidest thing you could ever do. And, mm-hmm. I, and we're not on the same team. Right. I'm just going to tell you, yep. you and I. Are not on the same team, so don't ever act like it. We're not. Right. We're not on the same team. And um, I love what Vadi said. That was good. You may take it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And before I read this, though, you know, kind of piggybacking off of that, the problem is, and we've talked about this. Oh goodness, when we, when when did we do the upside down kingdom? Oh, Four years ago. Yeah, it was before COVID. Was before all that. Yeah, Derek was down. still here. Derek was here. Yeah. Derek built the the couches and that stuff nice. upside down on in the. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. But, you know, the problem is, is that we are focused, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, of the, on the here and now, the things that are taking place. Right. And we, we're not thinking with a kingdom focus. Right. We're not, we're not thinking with a kingdom mindset. And, right. and again, it goes back to what I said earlier is we just kind of try to separate it. Well, I do church things at church and I do other things when I'm not at church. And that's exactly the way people think. Exactly. And I love this though. B- Vadi Bakum said, we are not seeing terrible things in our culture because we vote the wrong way. We are seeing terrible things in our culture because men love darkness rather than light. And he is 100% true. Yep. We totally love the dark. Yep. We love the sin. We love the dark. We love yep. the deception. We love the lies. We love the, um, we love everything that goes with that. And when you, when you're talking about all that, that's, Satan is really watering down. Right. Right. Okay. Here's the thing. Not the culture, although they're watered down. What Satan is doing is watering down the church. Right. And right. it's working. Yeah. And it's working. You are, fa- some people, I, I say you. If you're listening and you're falling, I'm mm-hmm. talking directly. We're falling for it. Yep. Falling for it, hook, line, and sinker. Like this is the right thing. This is the right thing to do. So you need to realize that everything right now, and especially over the last three years, three and a half years or so, everything can be shaken is going to be shaken. Mm-hmm. God's like putting it in a bag and shaking up, and and God's using that to shake the Christian community. Who's on my side? Right. Who's exactly? And, and I think He's trying to show all of us who's yep. on His side. Exactly. Who's going to stand strong yep. in in the last days? Yeah, it's like, are you in or are you out? Exactly. Do you just stand up and make a decision? And uh, the proof that is is Hebrew twelve twenty seven says all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will will remain. Yeah, and, and I agree. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. So, yeah. um, but I I, I really uh, I I think believe with all my heart that God is wanting the Christian community to step the game up. Absolutely, step the game up. Yeah, and, and again, read your Bible, tap into the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and have discernment. You know, Jesus said in Matthew twenty four four and five. Says Jesus told them, "Don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many." It, you, Jesus is literally saying, "There's mm-hmm. going to be a, a spiritual deception that is so great, it's going to be literally everywhere." Yeah. And there are there are people out there. There are man high profile quote unquote ministers. I hate to call them that because or singers, I don't believe they are. What's that? Immigrant or, or or singers? Yes. People who claim to be that. She's um, an avid listener, but, too, but, by the way. I hope so. Um, she could learn some things. But anyways, you know, Joel Olstein. Oh, um, my gosh. What a... Stephen Furtick. You know, you throw you can throw these names out there. And, and, and if you know me, you know I'm not shy about telling you my list of people that I do not listen to. Because they may not come out and say, I'll, I'm the Messiah. 
But exactly what Jesus said, the warning that he gave to his disciples, don't let anyone mislead you. That's what they're doing. They're misleading people. Right. Um, oh gosh, the, the one guy at, uh, Transformation Church. Oh my God. I can't think of his name, but I've heard some stuff that he has said lately. Well, he's wow. just, he's, I, I think he's an all, uh, I, um, all out just, Satan loving. Wow. Demonic. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know, I know this is going to sound really bizarre, but I do believe people can be demon possessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and I can, I, I can watch it. I yeah. mean, even people that comes to church can be demon possessed. Right. You may not think it, but there is no way under the, under the sun that you should be making the decisions that you're making and doing right. the things that you're doing and not have a demon attached to you because right. of that. You've invited that into your life. If you invite it, mm-hmm. it's going to take over. Yep. Remember, you know, where you your heart is that's where your treasure where your treasure is where your heart's going to be and so if your treasure is in the darkness well guess what yeah that's your heart yeah. so you know I, you need to understand that when jesus is talking in this verse that you just read he, he's going to be uh, people the, the world is going to be like hey this is what jesus looks like now exactly. this is what god exactly says. this is this is how it works now you know this is god's love this is this was oh, what yeah. marriage is all about this is you can do whatever because this is what god's about and i've now. seen i've seen comments before on on whether it's same sex marriage or the transgender issues or whatever, where people are like, well, but the culture's changed, and so God needs to change with the culture. Excuse me. Okay, so if God what? made the world, why would He change? It's right. His, right? And it's like, go read your Bible, and that's the point. I'm we... the same yesterday, today, and forever. Exactly. And the point is, is that I don't know. You know, well, the Bible's outdated. Who says you right. didn't write it? Exactly. It's God ordained. Right. It's been written by the Holy Spirit. So if, if it says it, then it, then it relies. The problem is, is you don't believe in and the Bible and the you thing. don't believe in the authority of the Bible and you don't believe that there's only one way to God. Right. So even though you say you're a Christian, we're not on the same side. See, and I question anybody that's, that's uses that comment that says the Bible is outdated. I question if they truly even read the Bible because if you're truly reading the Bible, God can Isn't speak. I mean, there, and we've talked about it. There have are you verses ever read the book of James? That could have been written yesterday. The book of James. Could have been written yesterday. Exactly. Romans, parts of Romans? Romans, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah, I, I mean, read Paul's letters, you know, to the churches. Philippians. Exactly. That could have been and written and yesterday. Like, wow. That's, you know, it's like he's talking to the churches today. Exactly. Paul, yeah. I think Paul, God ought to send Paul back. Maybe he has. We, he <laughs> might have. I don't know. Yeah, no. Matthew 24, 5 and 5. Uh, six and eight. He says, Jesus says, you'll hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. I love this. Mm-hmm. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be uh, famines and earthquakes. And there's been like three earthquakes in yep. the last, what, week and a half yep. or so? And many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. The season, mm-hmm. folks. Yep. I'm telling you, we are in the season. And, and we see that. We see wars. We see foot yep. shortages. We see earthquakes. We see all that. Yep. Matthew 24, verse 9. And then you're going to be arrested, <laughs> persecuted. It's comforting. And killed. And you will be hated all over the world because you're my followers. I think yesterday in one of the services, like, welcome to the Richwood Church Christ. <laughs> right. You did. You said that first service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You're going to be hated, arrested, persecuted, and possibly killed. Mm-hmm. That's why people go along to get along. How many times have I said that over the right. last three years? You're going along to get along. Yep. You don't want to be vilified. You don't. It's folks, stop, mm-hmm. stop going against God. Just go with God. 
and we're living in we're living in a season where God and His Word and Jesus Christ I absolutely um, hated. I mean, I brought this up yesterday that a transgender walks into a Christian school yeah. and kills six people. And the very next day, uh, knucklehead Joe Biden released the statement that trans people are. are are, are mistreated. mistreated yeah. You know what? He's a knucklehead and a Satanist. I, I don't care if you disagree with me or not. Yeah. He's a Satanist. There's no way you can mm-hmm. say something like that about six people that just got murdered. Yep. And guaranteed that if this was a Christian or somebody from the Donald Trump party that walked into a transgender party and killed six mm-hmm. of them, that's all we would hear about six, Still. eight, ten yeah. weeks later. I mean, think how long we heard about George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. These people are lunatics. They're not on the same side. And if you if you support right. that, folks, we're not on the same yeah. we're, we're not on the same side. So um, you got to realize there's an onslaught against God. Yep. And all things God. I love what Franklin Graham said. That's very good. Fifty years ago, we saw the Jesus Revolution moment. And in fact, there's a movie out. There's a movie that just that. come out. Yep. Today, we are witnessing the Jesus Revulsion movement. If you hold to a biblical worldview, you are now hated. Yep. He's 100% correct. Yep. Hit the nail on the head. I mean, I know people um, that have jobs. You can't even talk about God or the Bible. You'll lose your job. Right. Yeah, they're afraid. I know there's I, I know there's some schools in Cincinnati where you can't wear your a Christian's T-shirt or John 3.16. They'll make you change it or make you uh, have, call home and get a, get another shirt. You've got to sit in the office. Anything else you can talk game. about, you can wear, it doesn't matter. And if you say anything against that, well, you hate them. Exactly. Tell you what, go on Facebook today. I said this yesterday. Yeah. Go on Facebook and post that you believe marriage is between one man and one uh, woman, and God created them male and female, and watch the haters hate. And I'm talking about the Christian community. Yep, exactly. I don't care what the world says. I'm talking about the Christian community. Mm-hmm. The, the, some of them have lost their minds. So, And that's the, the truth is, and we've talked about this before, if Satan can infiltrate the church, if he can infiltrate the so-called well, Christians, yeah. he's already won. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't exactly. have to worry about the culture. Exactly. Culture is going to take care of itself. 100%. Culture is culture. Yep. That's why you and I are called to to be different. I mean, you and I just mentioned this today, John 15. We'll be talking about that here in a few weeks. What's that? John 15? That we're called to be different. Oh, okay. Level I mean, up. I mean, I know you're different, but... Well, yeah, that's true. Right? I don't wear tights, so yeah, I'd be different than you. I'm different. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, I mean, it goes back to you and I being connected to the vine. Exactly. Because I, I asked Brandon a question before we came in here today. I said, do you think we can talk about John 15 too much in our life being connected to the vine? Is that something that goes in one ear or the other? Or is it something that we need to be reminded of as a church once mm-hmm. a month? Yeah. That we have to be connected to the vine. Yeah. Because if you're not – and and then there's vine issues. Yeah. Am I right? There, There's vine issues to where if you're not producing fruit yeah, – You've got to be pruned. You've got pruned. To, yeah. And then if you're if, – and if you say you're a Christian, but there's no fruit and you're dead, yeah. he chops you down. He chops you down. And Jesus says in that section, you know, apart from me, you can produce no fruit. Got to be connected. I, I'm just saying, folks, uh, if you're not connected to the vine, if, you're, if your life is not all about God, I, I, I don't know how. I, we have to stop pretending, acting like this is the right thing to do. And I understand when people are first coming to Jesus, but they're figuring it out. But I'm talking about you folk mm-hmm. who are listening to us, who've been Christians forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and you're still doing the same things you did 40 years ago, and you're still getting sideways, and you're still, you're still buckling under the pressure. You're living in worries and anxieties and fears. You're attacking me or whoever for saying what we say about stuff like this. Yep. It's time to get over it, folks. We're not on the same side. You're not on the same side as God. I'm just saying. Yep. And, and I'll never see it that I'll never see it that way, and um, so. Um, but in saying all that, tell me if, that's, if this is not true. 
with a faction of people that have gone south, there's also a group of people who've gotten stronger. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, that's awesome. Honestly, you know, you look at that, you know, Jesus Revolution movement that Franklin Graham talked about, that movie that's out. I really believe that God is moving in our world today. Exactly. Yes. There are some crazy things happening. Satan is definitely moving. You can mm-hmm. see him working mm-hmm. every single day. But man, I also see people searching for God. You know, and I see people, like I said, that the JP guy, and I can't think of his last name. He's, he's funny. He's kind of a comedian, okay. but, but he's had some really serious stuff recently where it's like you see him who has a, a pretty big platform who comes out and, 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 you know, goes against what the culture's saying. You know, he, he kind of threw a really high, um, profile YouTuber under the bus the other day and said, look, if, you know, and, and so I'm going to, as a parent, I'm going to throw it out there. If you, as a parent, are letting your kids watch Mr. Beast, uh, I'm just going to tell you. Mr. What? Mr. Beast. That's what his, his, his YouTube handle is. Um, he's got, he, I don't know what all he does, but I know my, my son was watching him for a while and apparently he makes some pretty interesting videos. And, um, and so it's like, um, you know, but he's, he's really supportive of, of the trans movement and all of that. So it's like, you know, I can't monitor, I can't sit there and watch what they're watching. No. And so I, I, I pulled them together and said, Hey, no more Mr. Beast. But this JP guy kind of brought it to light and said, Hey, as parents, you know, we've got to be monitoring this and this is what he's saying. So just be aware. And so it's like, but I'm seeing more and more of that. Right. People right. like that who, you know, six months ago were just like, yeah, you know, I'm spiritual. What does that mean? What does spiritual mean to no, I believe in God and I believe the Bible and you need to read your Bible. And, and Hey, you know, as parents, this is what you need to be watching out for this. I've seen more and more of that. And I've seen more people, you know, we've, we've seen people, you know, searching, we've seen right, people right, come right, here, right. You know, there's a, a for lack of better words, a great awakening. I don't know. Like people are searching for the truth. They of really God. are. They're really searching. I can see it. Yeah. You can and see. So it. that excites me. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, I'm going to skip down to Matthew 24 verses 11 through 13 and, um, read this because this is, this is such an important verse. Uh, uh, Jesus says many false prophets will rise up and will deceive many. We've already talked about yep. that a little bit. And because lawlessness will abound, and can't you see that now? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't tell how many times I've seen like somebody has done something, like killed somebody yep. and, and they get eight years prison. Right. How's it possible? And they're out on parole in four. How's that possible? Uh, lawlessness will abound and the love of many will grow cold. But this is the, this is what we need to remember. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Yeah. That means you're, you're not going to follow that. Right. You're going to stand strong. You, you're, you're not going to give in to that and you're going to allow God to, to work on you. You're so focused on God. You're so filled with the spirit. Um, that God is going to give you the ability and the endurance to weather the storm. And this is where you have to trust God. Yeah. You literally have to trust God because this is a supernatural ability to weather the storm because you cannot weather the storm on your own. Right. Only God can help you weather, get you through the storm. Mm-hmm. And, um, when you, when you have this endurance, you're going to find yourself that God is in control and you're more in love God because you see God moving in it. And this is the most awesome thing that you can see. Right. And that's where your endurance comes from. It comes, like we talked about earlier, it comes from the Holy Spirit of God being inside of mm-hmm. you. And, um, and I truly believe that as the world gets darker, the church needs to get brighter. Yes. And I think we need to be bolder. Yeah. But a lot of times Christians don't want to do that. They, they kind of want to blend in. Mm-hmm. I really hate to see a Christian go along to get along. It, it's almost like I have the flu when I see that. I have a sick pit in my stomach. Right. It, and I've said this for a few years now that, um, I know that sometimes I can be a bit edgy and intense about this, 
but I got to tell you something. There's like a hole in my stomach mm-hmm. because it's not going to get filled because of um, I see what's going on. I see the depth right. of depravity of mankind, and I see that Christians are falling into it. So that's never going to leave. I am 100% dead serious about this stuff because I want people to come to Jesus. I I don't want people to lose their salvation. Right. Even even let me put this even those people who don't like me and even those people who've gone against me right i want them in heaven i want right. them to know who jesus is and i want them to affect the culture and the world uh the world around them yeah and that that's what it's really about that's what you know and jesus had to remind his disciples i'm going to skip back up to the verse that you skipped over just a second ago but jesus had to remind his disciples of that you know pretty much um you know there was people of a village didn't welcome jesus right. james and john the sons of thunder they got their names for a reason you know they got mad they were like you know Hey, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven to burn them up? Like they were ready to just to torch the whole village. I mean, they were ready to roll right? because of that. Like, let's go. And that's kind of how we are today. Right. And it says, but Jesus turned and rebuked him. And then verse 55, Luke 9, he turned and rebuked them and said, you do not know what what manner of spirit you are of. What if Jesus told you that? It's like, uh, wow. I feel like that big. Exactly. He said, for the son of man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And it. At the end of the day, that's really it's what about. it's about. And so, yeah, sometimes, guess what? We're going to have to say something that maybe is offensive to you. Exactly. But if it's the truth of God, then we have to do it. Nothing would do my heart better, more would do my heart more good than to see you, your kids, mm-hmm. your grandkids, your great grandkids, your great great grandkids, mm-hmm. all in heaven. Yep. Honestly, that's what it's all about. Yep. That's why I do what I do. That's why I moved here. Right. Uh, that's why God called me here. Um, you know, it's not for my it's not for kicks and giggles, that's for sure. It's for for what God wants wants us to do, and and it's to reach out to a culture and to a world that needs Jesus Christ. And um, I can't remember who it was. I was listening to a sermon, and the minister was rocking and rolling at his church. It was a larger church, and he was talking about our passion here is Jesus Christ. Mm. Our passion is people knowing the gospel of Christ, is to accepting Christ, being baptized into Christ, and then flipping the script, and they're discipling their families, and their families are discipling others. And you know what he actually said? If you're not about that, then leave. Awesome. You're not welcome here anymore. Leave. Yeah. But if you are, you're going to get to work. And yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, we're not here to entertain you. That was crazy. We're I was not like, here to that's stroke a your good, ego. Yeah, that was a great way to put it. Yeah. I wonder how many people left. I've had people leave and I didn't ask them to. <laughs> right? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, in Matthew 24, verse 14, mm-hmm. and this is where it gets down to the brass tacks. And, um, uh, Jesus says this gospel, and he's talking about, the gospel of Christ, yep. um, the gospel of the kingdom, when it when it's preached to all the world as a witness and all the nations, then the end is going to come. And, yep. and Jesus is saying that once the gospel of Jesus Christ is heard in every corner of the world yep. and everybody has actually heard it, then the end is going to come. And I don't know what that's going to look like, right. but I know that we have the technology to do that now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that actually looks like. So how's it going to be preached and who's going to do it? Yeah. How's it going to be preached and who's going to preach it? And I love what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians one twenty six and 7. This is a good verse. Yes, it is. He said, he says, you will see your calling, brethren, 
that not many wise, according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to put to shame the things which are mighty. mighty. And I, I, when I listen to that, I'm always thinking, you know, this is true because what seems to be weak, God propels. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're talking about, the Spirit of God, the baptism of the Spirit. God propels you stronger right. than those who think that they're strong. Exactly. Because they're not really, they're not strong at all because they don't have the Spirit of God. You've got the right. Spirit of God. So now you think you're weak, but you're strong. They think they're strong, they're weak. It's kind of like that whole conundrum of like, you're in or you're out. You right. know, I'm up, I'm down. Exactly. You know, when you're, when you, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, wow. And it really does make your head flip. It right. makes your head spin when you start thinking about that. Right. Yeah. God math's a little different, isn't it? Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is definitely. I love what John Piper said too. Yeah, on this, this is a, this is a crazy quote. He said, God calls us because we are not wise or mighty in the view of the world. God calls us because we know we are not those things and we have limitations. How true is that? He said, God is saying, I'm going to do something through you because of your lack of wisdom that will put the wisdom of the world to shame. Meaning God's going to work through you and you don't know how it's going to happen. Exactly. But it's going to happen because you trusted in him and you have his spirit. God's going to make it happen. Exactly. And that's all we have to do. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that the Christian community wants to make it happen themselves and they botch it up most generally along the way. Um, I love the, um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't feel like I'm, the strongest person all the time to do this because mm-hmm. I have frails, frailties. Absolutely. I have a messy, mm-hmm. um, I got stuff that I have to deal with, mm-hmm. but, um, but doesn't first Corinthians one twenty eight nine mm-hmm. says God chose things designed by the world, things counted as nothing at all and use them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. And as a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. We don't boast um, in exactly. ourselves. We boast. We boast in God. So here's the thing that I wanted everybody to get this yesterday: that even though you feel like that you can't do this, that God chose you. Exactly. God has chose you to do this in spite of your feelings and your yeah. worries and your anxieties and, and your fear. Yeah. So you can preach and you can live the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. And that's the truth. You know, you ask that question: How is it going? How is it going to be preached? And who's going to preach it? Well, the answer is you. Exactly. You know, it's. You in your workplace. It's exactly. you in your home. I mean, it starts in your home. Exactly. It really does. It starts with our kids. And we've talked about that before of, you know, don't bring your kids to church and expect people here at church to teach your kids everything they need to know about God. Like, that's your role as a parent. Exactly. It starts at home. We just build on that foundation here. That's why I like the children's ministry curriculum that we have. Exactly. Because it, it allows the parents, helps the parents, puts a tool in the parents' hands exactly. to study with their kids mm-hmm. in the week. How great is that? Mm-hmm. That's really good. It is. So perfect for that. It is. Um where are we at? First Corinthians okay. 1. 30 and 31. Yeah. It says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. You know, and, and it just goes back to we can't boast about it. You, we've got flaws. You know, we're not perfect. We don't have it all together. We just, you know, say, hey, God, use me, you know, you know, kind of like here I am. Right. You know, yeah, you can't boast in anything you do, even though you think you might be great. You can't boast in it because Mm -hmm. it's only about God. So the question, again, I kept repeating this. How do you preach the gospel? Right. How do you preach the gospel? Because here's the thing. And this is what I wanted everybody to see yesterday on God's scale. It starts at foolishness and it ends at nothing. Right. So 
guess what? You're now qualified to preach the gospel of Jesus Bingo. Christ. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware I can, yeah. I can do this. So God says, guess what? I've chosen you to mm-hmm. do this. It's on you. That's why Jesus said, what in Matthew 28, go into all the world and preach the gospel mm-hmm. to what? Every creature, yep. all creation. Yep. Baptize, disciple, and yep. teach them. So that's on you to do. That's not on me. That's not on you. That's right. not on the past right. ministers of this church. That's on every single person who says, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son mm-hmm. of living God. Exactly. And if you accept him as your Savior, guess what? Yeah. You've been chosen to preach the gospel. Yeah. I don't and care. I've said it many times before. The truth is is that you know somebody else is probably going to reach someone that I'm not going to be able to reach anyways. Exactly. They're going to have a relationship with somebody that you're not going to be able to, to have a relationship exactly. with. And here's the thing. God wants to do something in you and through you that you can't do on your own, mm-hmm. that you've never done. And God wants to do something, I think, in RCC that we've never done before exactly. in our lives. And um, so the reason he wants to do something you've never done and you don't think you can do, and the reason that he wants to do something in this church that we don't think we can do is when it actually happens, we give glory to God because that's the only way that it happened. Mm-hmm. Because um, the problem is with church – and. I, I'm just going to say it, so I'm sorry if you get offended, especially if this church, of all of them I've ever been at, we like safe church. Yep. We like yep. warm, fuzzy church. We like traditional church. We like the way it used to be church. And mm-hmm. we look back, and if we can't figure it out, if we can't map it out, if we can't figure it out how I'm going to pay for it in dollars and cents, then guess what? Um, guess what? I, I put a halt to it. Right. Guess what? That just shows you're in control and not yep. God. And lack of so faith. congratulations yeah. for stopping what God wants to do because you got it in your system that we can't do it when God's saying, guess what? You can do it, but you're not looking in the right way. Right. You're looking how you can do it. I'm showing you how it's going to be done. Right. But guess what? 90% of the Christians don't believe that way. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're not on the same team when it comes to that. Right. Because I believe God can do whatever God wants to do. Absolutely. And it will happen. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm just going to say for um, some people, they're going to have to let go. Yeah. You've got to let go. Mm -hmm. And uh, because here's the reason you let go. Because you're fighting the spirit. You're fighting what God can do and people's lives are at stake. Yeah. And people's lives are at stake. I mean, we're talking eternity, eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And you might be holding somebody back from heaven Mm -hmm. by you holding on to what you like or dislike or your tradition, or you just don't want to do it. You just don't want to get involved in it. So if you choose safe, traditional, relying on what you know, how in the world can you glorify God? Mm -hmm. It's all on you. You're glorifying you, not God. You, you can only glorify God when you let go. Right. When you surrender yourself to to God, I brought up this up yesterday. I don't know if I did it in both services. I said, "Do you remember the hymn we used to sing? I surrender all." Mm-hmm. Did I do that in both services? I don't remember. Can't remember. But I said, um, "I love that song and I hate it." It's a love hate relationship with mm-hmm. that song, and here's the reason why: I surrender all. How many people sing "I surrender all," but they surrender just a fraction mm-hmm. or some? And that's why I hate that song so yeah. bad because usually the people that are singing aren't surrendering at all. They're surrendering what they want to give up and they're holding those pieces back from God. Um, that's the reason why I hate the reason that I love it mm-hmm. is that it's absolutely true. All to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. Think about what you could do if you yeah. freely give it and you totally surrendered it. I, I love that song because that's what I want to do. Yeah. But I hate it because we fight who yeah. we are and we're fighting each other because we're not we're not surrendering ourselves to God. So what if what if we actually surrendered? Right. Think about what would happen if you and I actually surrendered. Yeah. yeah so often we don't freely give, we give 
to Jesus with strings attached. And when things get uncomfortable or, or kind of, you know, in the unknown for us, we pull it back. It's like, exactly. well, let me take control now exactly. because it's just, I know better. So we have to realize that we have no, <laughs> we got no self-righteousness in our ability and in, in our, in, in who we are. It's right. all because of Jesus Christ exactly. in, in our life. And so we come through God and, and God along. Mm-hmm. So how do we preach the gospel? How do we do it? I love Second Corinthians five fourteen through seventeen. Yes, and one of your favorite verses is seventeen. Mm-hmm. But we very rarely read the verses prior to that. So good, and that's why I did this. Yep. You want to do it since it's your favorite? Sure. Okay. It says uh, beginning in verse fourteen, chapter five. Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone, so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. And then verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone a new life has begun. So in that passage of scripture, two important things were said in there. We have stopped evaluating others yeah. from a human point of view, meaning my thinking, my right. way of thinking, right. what I want to do. And we have stopped, um, what's it say? We stopped viewing it from a human point of view. And at one time we thought Christ merely from a human yes. point of view. Basically, how am I going to control God? You right. may not ever say that right. by you saying, I don't want to change. I don't want to do this. I don't want to grow. I don't, you are merely doing this from a human point of view. You've, you well, have we know what we, yes, God, but, right. You did it. You did it by your, by, by, uh, by your actions. So when you are in Christ, guess what? You're new. You're brand new. That means you're a new person. You're not going to act like the old person. The old ways are gone. The things that you thought before are not going to dictate you of, of, of your future and, and where you go. So everything that you do is totally changed. What's that mean? I've got the Holy Spirit, correct? Yes. The Holy Spirit's um, telling me yeah. where where I need to go. That means that basically what we said at the beginning, mm-hmm. you've been born again, you're baptized by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has you in check from the moment you get up to the minute you go to bed. Exactly. And remember, God allows you for your, for your frailties because you're human. But right. overall, the Holy Spirit drives you. Yeah. What would happen mm. if we let the Holy Spirit drive us? 100 percent so here's how the gospel is going to be preached you already said it's god's going to god's going to use you Mm -hmm. he's going to use you through your frailties through your life through your experiences Mm -hmm. you're going to be his sermon illustrated through your words and your actions and in everything that that you did do because everything has been changed from the inside out you're new you're not the same person you're not you're not going to go back there again you don't want to go back there why would you want to go back there again right Yep. And as we move forward, I'm just going to tell you, comfortable, warm, fuzzy, traditional church is not going to get it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to get it anymore. Yep. It can't. We're not, we're, we're competing against each other at this point because that's not who we are. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. God wants us to, to make a declaration, I think, in those, yep. in, in these last days because we're, we're seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. It fold out in front of us. I, I, I yesterday I asked, what if you just surrendered yourself to God like we talked about? Yeah. Your past, your traditions, the way you think it ought to be, and, and you just surrendered yourself to God, and you're, you just become what God wants you to be, and you just walked out in faith, not knowing what the next step is, but you're just going to follow God no matter what has to yeah. happen. What would happen in our lives? Mm. I, I think we could change this world. Mm-hmm. I, I think we could actually change the, the surroundings around us because yeah. you're so in tune with God 
you're like John the Baptist, right? You, you just don't care what the what the ramifications are. You you you. It's all of Jesus Christ at right. this point. Um, I love Ephesians three. Uh, 19 through 21, he says, may you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. He's saying, yes. you can experience, yes. but you're not going to totally you, get it. Exactly. Then you will be made complete with the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Now, all, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work in us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. You might be able to only think what it can be, but if you think in God's terms. Exactly. You have no Infinitely. idea what's going to take you. Infinite. That's like huge. Yes. Isn't that like infinity and beyond? Yes. Like, what does that mean? That's like the sky's the limit, right? right? Thanks, Buzz. Right. <laughs> Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Mm. I love that. Yeah, and that's, you know, I, I love how he ends that because at, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. It's all giving glory to God. Exactly. You know, what's our purpose to give glory to God, to glorify God. Exactly. And there are so many today in the church who are entrenched in their past and traditions and the way they like it. They don't walking in and saying, Oh, it's too dark, too cold. It's always about you. It's always about what you like right. instead of what God wants in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so first Thessalonians five nineteen, do not quench the spirit. Many Christians just Flat quench out, yeah. quench the spirit. People are like, well, how's that? How's that possible if God's in control? Well, God's not going to overjump you if your heart's not there. Exactly. God could stop you at any time from doing anything stupid, right. but guess what? He's given you He's free, given will. free will. So, are you going to trust God enough to let go, or are you going to hold on to what you think is what it's all about? Right. Second Corinthians three seventeen, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Some versions say freedom. freedom. Yeah, means there's freedom to do what we need to do. As long as God is in control, we're going to do that. So that means that where God is, there's always a new heart where there's a new way, there's a new future. And you know what? God's going to lead us to what we need to do. Right. Not us. Not, not, not what we want to do. So, yeah. um, I think it's time to the, our, that we level up and open our hearts and, and see the ramifications in the life and the culture that we're living in. Yes. We're in the last days. We're yep. at the preamble of that. Yeah. And try to deny it all you want. It is what it is. I mean, Jesus is like, you will know the signs. Mm -hmm. Look at the signs. It's all pointing that direction. Did you see that thing in, where was that? Um, It was like last week or something, or maybe a few days ago, where they had this Satanistic group and they're ripping up Bibles. And Mm -mm. yeah, I mean, it's on, it was online. I read Mm -mm. it online. Crazy stuff. And um, news is reporting it and all that, but. How many times do you see the news report when kids meet around the flagpole to pray? Right. I'm going to tell you what. If I was in school today, I would take it right in the church, in, in the in the, in the school building. I yep. wouldn't listen to them. Yeah. They they would have to kick me out of school. I, I, knowing what I know right now, I would be I, I would go all against everybody yep. in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I'm telling you, I I would lead a uh, I would leave the the Jesus Revolution to a new Heck to yeah. new thing. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to listen to somebody that goes against God. You can allow anybody to do anything in that school, but you can't allow people to pray and you right. can't allow them to talk about God. You know what? Mm-hmm. No dice. Mm-hmm. No dice. Sorry. I'm going to go against that every single time. If you time. were in school oh, I, nowadays, yeah. uh, that would be a great un- over under to, to know, like, how many times will Craig get kicked out of school this year? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I encourage you to think where you're at, what day it is, what God's calling you to do. Mm -hmm. 
God wants your heart. Yep. If he has your heart, he's got it all. And so you're going to have the spirit. You're going to do what God has called you to do, even though you, here's the thing. I'm not saying you can't be alarmed. I'm not saying you can't be shaken. Right. Right. I'm not saying that you can't be afraid or have anxieties, but you can't live there. Right. And folks, you can't Mm -hmm. fall for the mantra of the culture that what you see when it comes to marriage and homosexuality and male and female, you can't fall for that. If you totally say you're a Christian, if you fall for that, guess what? You need to go back and you need to rededicate your life and be rebaptized because you are you have fallen in for something mm-hmm. that is just not right. I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> There's that. There's that. It's good stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's the truth is that we have to, you know, we have to be aware and and be prepared. And the truth is is that you know, maybe God will tarry another thousand years. We don't know. But we also don't know what tomorrow looks like for us. No. So we have to be obedient to God for us in our lives and to preach the gospel to those people that he's placed in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be obedient now because mm-hmm. guess what? We're not promised tomorrow. I don't have the exact scripture on, on the top of my head because I'm going to misquote this. So I probably should have looked it up before I brought it up. But um, too late. Where... Um, in the remember in the Bible where you know it talks about Jesus' return and it says when the last remnants of the people of Israel die off, then mm-hmm. Jesus will come back. Or the nation of Israel. Yes. Well, the nation of Israel actually didn't become a nation until nineteen forty seven. So if you start thinking about that, um if a hundred years down the road right. is now twenty forty seven. Right. So we're literally twenty five years from that. So if that's what we're talking about, right? And I don't know 100 percent for sure. But I'm saying that this could—it's a possibility. You got to realize yeah. where we're at here, mm-hmm. and you got to start taking everything seriously. What God's word says and what's going on in this world, and how very much important in 1947 that it was important that the that the nation of Israel was established, right? And they needed to be established, and the United States of America actually established them exactly. because they were the first right. to acknowledge it when Harry Truman stood up and said. The nation of Israel is real and viable, and it is a nation. And so, boom, in the May of 1947, the nation of Israel was formed. Right. So when the Bible says when the, the last remnants of the nation of Israel dies off, this is what's going to happen. So it could be 100 years in 2047. Right. I don't know. Sometimes people are living longer. could be uh, 2057. could be 2065. I don't know, folks. Right. I'm just saying you just need to be aware of everything. Don't get lost in the shuffle of the world, but really stay mm-hmm. in tune with biblical things. Right. And no matter what, keep preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. And so it's very uh, – you, you have to be intentional. Would you agree with that? Yep. That's our word. Intentional. Be intentional. And that's – you know, just be intentional, be obedient. Exactly. We have a few things coming up. Mm-hmm. We have a night of prayer tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Outside at weather shelter house. It's going to be nice. It's like high what, – what did I say? 68 tomorrow. Yeah. No, no rain in the yeah. forecast. So it should be fun. Six o'clock, shelter house. Night of prayer. Night of prayer. So join us out there. Uh, don't forget this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. Uh, bring your moms to church and uh, celebrate your moms. Take your uh, moms out to eat if that's what you want. Cook them dinner. There you go. Make, you know, bend over backwards for them. Tell them how much you love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, on that day is the first day of our baby bottle campaign. So yes, um, and they could pick up a baby bottle or two or three. Yeah, and uh, fill it with money and yeah, and, and that's a nice thing. You know, some families do it as a family, right? So 
yeah, pick up a couple if you need to, whatever. And we, all of that, all of those proceeds go to the pregnant New Path Pregnancy Resource Center. We actually just did the uh, Walk for Life this past Saturday for that. They raised a good um, day for it. It was a very good day. For, I actually got sunburned. Um, but yeah, they raised quite a bit of money. They met their goal and, and awesome. came, went, went over their goal for that. Awesome. But this is just another way for us, you know, maybe those who are here at RCC that weren't aware the, the walk was going on, which we announced it. So, um, but <laughs> people don't listen to that though. But, um, or you just weren't able to walk. This is another way for you to right. contribute to New Path and, and just what they're doing that ministry. We have been highlighting ministries in the Welcome Center for two weeks at a time, and thank you guys for your support for that because there's been a, a lot, there's been a really a good uh, amount of people either mm-hmm. talk about it or sign up for things, and the last couple of weeks was our children's ministry, yes. so we still need help in that area, so if you're interested, man, contact uh, the church and we'll set you the right direction, but the next two Sundays, the 14th and the 21st, um, is going to be, uh, we're highlighting women's ministry, so come out and see what's going on, see how you can get involved in, in, in what can take place. So, um, and then we mentioned, uh, two weeks from tonight, six o'clock grounded live with Mr. Tight and myself. There you go. And cake and, uh, and cake and coffee and cake and coffee. And, uh, we'd love to to change my name, Craig coffee, cake and Brandon. Wow. Do we have a good bit for that night? For that. I think I mean, we're gonna we're gonna one we're or? gonna have a special it's one. A we party. need to we need to change our hair. I think on our bitmos first, and then we'll we'll okay we'll figure out what that needs to look like. Exactly. So. Um, I also um, let everybody know, and I wish he was here with us right now. But uh, we have been uh, blessed over the last uh, what four years to have Clint uh, Matlack serve as our student ministry, and yep. he really did it for very little money at all. I mean, he did it right. because he loved God and loved uh, the kids and all that. But um, he's at a he's at a season in his life where um, it's time for him to uh, step aside, mm-hmm. and um, so sadly he is going to be stepping aside at the end of the school year. And um, he's go- not leaving the church. Their family, you're still going to see their family around. He's and- still going to help out with still going to be serving helping out with student ministry yeah he's still going to be helping out with all kinds of stuff and clint being clint wearing orange but he just felt like at this part he needed to have somebody else um kind of be the uh what do you call it um in charge of it leading leading that yeah he's um yeah so uh that's going to be if you get my connecting email that's going to be there on wednesday and more detail about that but um so if you don't you know you're a select few that get to hear this before the connecting email comes exactly. out. Exactly. So just to let you know that Corey Smith and um, Mr. Pitt Sniffer himself is going to be – uh, Sniffer. <laughs> Brandon mm-hmm. is going to be um, uh, taking over in the interim until uh, we figure out what we're going to do with that. We're – all kinds of stuff I'm thinking about for that. But yeah. uh, interim could be a lot of things because my wife is interim in uh, children's ministry and – that has been like 15 months, so it goes fast. You know, I know you know this, but his, this is the thing that I have come to realize okay. is you never say that you're never going to do something. Because I, if I remember correctly, you said, I'm never going to live in central Ohio, right? I said that. Yeah. And here and you are. I'm at. And, and here you are in the middle of a cornfield. Um, and I said, because I, my degree is in student ministry. I've, I've done student ministry quite a bit. I've uh, done student ministry here. And when I transitioned out of that, it was kind of like, you know, it was a, a season of life that it was time for me to transition mm-hmm. out. And, um, you know, Derek came in, did a great job. But uh, I was like, man, I'm done. I'll never do student ministry again. And here, here I am. Here you are. 
Here I am. But, you know, it, it is, you know, such a fun age group and, and we're looking forward just being able to pour in, you know, Allie and I are at a different, different season, um, in our life. And I know Corey and Sarah are as well. And so we're just excited to be able to pour into those students and um, just continue hopefully to help take them deeper, have some fun, mm-hmm. try not to get hurt. You know, that's the biggest thing with student ministry. It's like you get out there, you, you feel, Oh, I'm like 20 years younger than I am. And until you pull a hamstring. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, you always think you're younger than what you are too. So right. Don't get too involved where you get hurt like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't be jumping off of some stupid. We went last park. night, played soccer. Yeah. I actually was in better shape than most of the kids, but I've also been running way more than they have too. You know what? Let me double check with the kids and see what they say. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. I had a goal. I had like three assists. Now was this what this was, uh, third graders? Second. Okay. <laughs> it's middle and high school. He dominated the soccer field. That's right. I don't know about. I wouldn't say dominated, but it was fine. That's it was awesome. a good time. Good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And but yeah, so be praying about that, and mm-hmm. uh, be praying for Corey and uh, for Brandon. And I know it's they got other things that they're doing in life and jobs and other things and families. So uh, pray for that. And and when you see Clint, give him a big hug. Yep. And tell him how much you appreciate him and thank him for staying and still helping out because uh, Clint's one of those guys that just uh, kind of. Makes things a little bit lighter sometimes, mm-hmm. so I like it. So yeah, absolutely. Um, just keep praying for him and Christy and all the things that they're doing. I know their family's changing and getting older, so just keep them in your prayers. You and just call Clint old. He's older than he was when I got here. Yeah, he is that dude. I, yeah, we all aren't are. we all? I had no gray hair when I came here. None. Yeah, zero. You're like yeah, but right. I've I've got just as much as you do. But I'm 20 years younger. Exactly. So imagine that. It's Richwood. <laughs> it's Richwood. It's that f- clean, fresh country it's some, air. Right? It's something. That's right. It's the country air. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of good things coming up. And um, we're uh, continuing on our series on Sunday, talking about purpose in life. And everybody needs to know the purpose. And life is something that God has given to us. So yep. um, come out and. Hope you'll worship with us. Bring your mom. Bring your mom. And are you going out to eat Sunday? I mean, do you, are you getting that craziness or what? We are going to do dinner um, at my in-laws, I believe. So I got to figure out what what I'm taking. Oh, so you're you're making it? Yeah, we're all just chipping okay. in. And, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if she wants. You want to invite it over? Well, yeah. I mean, that would um, be great. Is there croquet involved? I love croquet. <laughs> we can make it happen. Do you like croquet? It's all right. Yeah, dude, I love croquet. Lawn darts. Let's jarts. Play. Jarts, yeah. Jarts. Let's play with those. Not darts, jarts. I mean, I don't play that woke game. I play the real game where there's a chance you might lose an oh, eye. Oh, yeah. No, we used to just take those things and throw them up as high as we could, and then everybody scattered. Yeah. Um, growing up in the 80s and 90s was... There's nothing more... What do you call it? Like... um Exhilarating. Nothing, exhilarating. <laughs> as you're looking at a lawn jart coming down at your forehead. And try to get out of the way. Literally, yeah. that's the game you play. Oh, yeah. All the cousins it's, and everything. Yeah. How are we alive? I don't know, but we did fine. The stupid stuff we did I fine. did. Yeah. And now today it's like, oh, well, they can't do that. And granted, I mean, here's the thing. Um, most <laughs> people who worry about that stuff and they're woke like that, they actually end up getting hurt. It's like the people who are so right. concerned, I'm going to get COVID. They've had it a hundred times. Right. The people who are like, oh, I don't. I'm not going to get it. I don't care. They've never had it. And it's like, uh, like a lawn jart. It's like, right. you know, Hey, I'm going to toss these up in the air and they're like, Oh, I'm going to get hit. They end up getting hit. Right. Exactly. Those of us were like, oh, I don't think I'm going to get hit. It'll land right next to our feet. Right. How did I get COVID then? I don't know, man. 
I don't know either. I know how you got it, but I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. And you know I'm not half wrong. I, you may be You may be exactly 100% right. 100% right. So, but anyways, yeah. a little long today, isn't it? It was a little longer. Cornhole. I like to play cornhole. You like cornhole? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. cornhole, yeah. It's – um. Yeah, I got cornhole. some pretty awesome boards my dad made me. It's like they're half Ohio State and half UNC. Really? Yeah, sorry, I don't have any Kentucky UK ones. Well then, you don't want to play then. Be nice if one side could be Kentucky. You have to buy your own boards. <laughs> Get my dad to make you some. <laughs> yeah. All right, well hey, um for those three of you that are listening now, um just, thanks for hanging like, in with us they, they're done off. they're done again hey uh two mondays from now 22nd six o'clock join us it's gonna be a great time um come out for some cake and some some coffee and, and chat some grounded chat with us we'll chat with us it's That'll gonna be, be a nice good. night I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah i don't know what we're gonna get into that night i bet my kids come but when they find out that you know we have to put the music in after the fact they might they they listen for the the intro and the exit music do they really yeah oh yeah they hum along with it what if there's any chance to get justin bieber here for you i'll shoot him a text i'll see how crazy would that be if i could arrange that oh that'd be awesome i I, you would lose your mind i'm telling you you would lose your mind look he's already smiling it's it's the craziest thing i've ever seen the guy is so in love with jb i've never seen anything like i I don't know what a bromance you guys have he didn't even know it and, you know, he, he he used to hang out with you know one of my other favorite Miley quote, Cyrus. quote unquote ministers. No, oh. Carl Lentz. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Carl, poor you know. guy. Anyways, so okay, we're done bashing um, people for today on air. Yeah, well, um, on air, <laughs> <laughs> but never Justin. You never bashed him. No, no, he's he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Uh, yeah, go put your tights. on. It's hard to tell. I don't know, but. I could go for a Beebs brew now. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm probably not going to get that, so I'm going to go pour me another cup of Black Rifle coffee. Okay, but um, Craig, you have a wonderful day. Enjoy this weather. I am. I'm enjoying it. You too. Hey, thanks. See you, everybody. Bye.